Welcome back to Go Gaddis Real Estate Radio right here on AM 920 The Answer. I'm Cleve Gaddis. And in this segment of the show, we are going to talk real estate scams. Real estate scams and loans, real estate scams at real estate scams at the closing table, real estate scams. But before we do that, remember if you want to connect with us, go to gogaddisradio.com. That's G-O-G-A-D-D-I-S radio.com. You can ask questions, make comments, push back, share your ideas if you want to, request your neighborhood be featured in our neighborhood spotlight, and you can subscribe to our podcast. And we would love for you to be a podcast subscriber. Without further ado, one of my favorite guests to have on the show, Joe O'Kelly, managing partner of O'Kelly and Sorahan. Um, as you, as all of you who listen to the show on a weekly basis know, O'Kelly and Sorahan is the only place where I close my loans. And Joe, it is so good to have you with me tonight. Well, thank you, Cleve. I always love it. Anytime. We're going to talk real estate scams. About three years ago, I had a buddy on the radio show who called because a friend of his had been scammed before closing. So long story short, what happened in this situation is somebody uh, in some other country around the world um, intercepted an email from a real estate agent to a client. Uh, they got a new email address with just one or two letters different. So it looked like it was coming from the agent and they changed the wiring instructions for mm -hmm closing. Now, I don't remember the number, Joe, but it was like almost $500,000 that was wired. I don't really know what happened. In fact, I need to have a follow-up conversation with him, but real scams and real estate transactions, they are very, very real. So tell us, are those types of scams still going on? Uh, what kind of scams are very, very common and what do people need to do to avoid that? Because I cannot imagine wiring 475000 to somewhere where I wasn't going to get it back. <clears throat> they're still going on and um, they're becoming more sophisticated in the way they do them. And they're almost so dumb that they go right into place like it's normal. If you really think about it, oh, that was a dumb thing to do. But um, for two or three different examples. Yeah. Um, so generally, it's going to be either you or your buyer or your seller. Okay. okay? And one of y'all has been fished and compromised. And so okay. the scammer will watch. And so this is a common one that everybody knows of now. And they're really on high alert. And they should be. But then they just forget and don't pay attention. And so exactly what you're saying, like for example, we'll order a payoff. Okay. And the seller might get a copy of that payoff or ask us for it. But when if we send it, which we don't like to send payoffs, even though it's their own payoff, somebody will intercept it. They'll change the last four digits. Let's say it's paying off to a big bank we know. It'll this scammer will keep the same bank. They'll just change four digits of the um account number because it's a different account number. You don't notice that. You don't notice that there's little black dots in there. And then they send it back because a lot of lenders still will fax stuff back. So they'll send it back to us in an email, but it looks like it came from a fax machine because of the way they write it, e-fax, uh, you know. Yeah. And so by the time you get it, we're the ones at most risk there because they're payoffs. But then if a seller and what we well, do well, with well, sellers. Can we stop right there for just a second? So I, I want to yeah. make sure I get some clarification. So if I, as a buyer, wire my money to the wrong place, it's kind of on me. But if you send the payoff to the wrong place, 
Right. That's on you as it's the on me. state of Georgia. And so why is that? Because I guess because you represented the new lender and you agreed that you were going to pay off their old loan. So they, well, I'm insuring the property. It's really a title insurance claim. So I got to pay it off. And so that's, that's really the scam against me, but it's yeah. just a different version of it that happens yeah. when a buyer, right? And so the next step is the seller. So sellers, we want at the table and we want them to just, fill out their wire instructions themselves. We don't fill it out for them. And then they sign it yep. and then we send it there. And then two hours later, we'll get an email from who appears to be the seller, but it's not the seller. And they're like, oh, send my to a different bank. And we're like, no, 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 you signed at the table. And so they try to catch you there. And that somehow yeah. works in different places. We yeah. of course are like, no. So what we do now, and so we, the theory was we'll send encrypted emails so that yeah. only they can get the email. Well, if you send an encrypted email and somebody's in their email, they just take it, delete it because they get the encryption, which follows. They already get it. So it's like they never saw it. So instead of doing that now, we send it. This ver It's called bot doc, but it's like texting. What's the safest, most secure thing you have? And that's texting. Is it really? I didn't know yeah. that. It is. And so when we text it in a bot doc format, you, nobody can get into it. Except and everybody has a cell phone. Except the person who has that phone number. That's right. And okay. so even on the buyer, when the buyers want our wiring instructions, we're like, okay, I'm going to send it to you in a different technology, this bot doc. And then when you open the link, it'll get it to you, but I'm sending it to your phone. Mm -hmm. And as, as you have your phone in your hand. Yeah. Okay. Here it comes. And then they open it up. And so that's really what people should be doing is, getting it delivered and talking to the attorney's office. The problem is they don't know if they're talking to the attorney's office because the scammer will send them an email that says, Oh, my number changed. Call me here. Mm. You see what I'm saying? So it's a lot of, it's a lot of, you know, when you really got to think about all of those things, but they're getting better at it and they're mm. getting better at fishing the users. Yeah. Right? And so we even when we, we just won't send encrypted anymore for that reason, we yeah. send encrypted to the lenders because they're both not bulletproof, but they're better at technology. Right. Yeah. yeah. Individuals yeah. just don't know they're being fished at all. So if I was listening to this show, um, I, it would be, I would be scared to buy something <laughs> in Atlanta right now. So let's talk about what do home sellers and what do home buyers need to do uh, to avoid being scammed? Yeah. Ask them if uh, whoever it is you're talking to, right? You've got to make sure you're talking to the settlement agent, the true settlement agent. So what? How then, would I, so let's just say uh, I was curious and I had my client on the line and we called and we wanted to talk to Jennifer. I don't even know if you have a Jennifer at your office, but we wanted to talk to Jennifer. What would we ask them to make sure that they are who they say they are? Well, you have to start backwards to what number are you going to call? And so if I've given you a number, you go, wait a minute, I'm just going to call the main number. And you can look up the main number because nobody's going to go change our main number, right? And if they right. do, they get, they've they got to get into our website or whatever. Yeah, right? so you, you find it online to at least make sure you're calling a main number, go through a receptionist who can help right. you the right person. Okay, I like that. Good tip number one. And then when you get to the right person, you're saying, okay, um, send me the instructions. I'm sitting right here. And we'll have people that say, well, we sent it to you encrypted. This was in the past. And they're like, I never got it. And I'm like, well, you did get it, but somebody stole it and deleted it. 
changed it and sent it to you in a different version, slightly changing the name one letter, right? Yeah. And it looked like it was OS Law LLC or whatever, but it was really something different. Well, scammer. You know yeah. yeah. Okay. Make sure you call the main number. Make sure. Could I could I ask some questions to to sure. somebody to make sure that they're real? So if I asked them for something on the settlement statement or something like that, I could ask them to confirm something for me. Uh, and maybe would that be helpful? I'm just fishing for ways. Something to that's not going to be on a contract because the contracts go back and forth in their email. Okay. So it's got to be something um, that isn't that where they couldn't see it in writing because they'll say, oh, hey, oh, wait, uh, Sally's out for a minute. Give me a second. And then they're reading the contract to find out that information. Okay. It is amazing the links they go to 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 do the scams. When I wire money, Joe, mm -hmm. I am very, very nervous about wiring money. And right. even when I wired some to my daughter, uh, she and I talked on the phone three times with me yeah. confirming all of the information, hearing her read it back to me. And I, and I know, now let me ask you this, when it comes to wires, you know, they'll typically ask for the originator's phone number. They ask for our, my name, the, the, the recipient's name, the name of the bank, or is anybody matching any of that stuff up to make sure that the wire is legit before it goes through? Or does it just go through that account number no matter what? Goes right through. So oh. there's new technology out there. When we send out something, we'll go through that technology to verify that's the true bank okay. person on the other side. So if we're sending it to XYZ payoff company, yeah, and the now this company in the in the middle will say, well, that's not the XYZ's bank account, right? And so it'll stop it. There are other different kinds of scams that go on, but that's the hardest and worst thing right now is wiring. A lot of people come up with novel ways. You won't believe this. You remember those old uh, cashier checks that used to come from Canada banks? Yeah. <laughs> we got one of those the other day. <laughs> so, oh, it was a scam. Somebody trying to pass off a bank. They were going to give it to us as earnest money. 113000 earnest money. Will you deposit this? And then they turn around and they, oh, I meant 12000 Send me the rest back. That kind of thing. Oh. Simple, stupid, dumb scams. But back in the day, people would fall for that. Another one was where somebody came in and bought a house and was trying to buy a house. And they kept saying, we're going to send the money. And I mean, it was like a ridiculous amount of money from coming from overseas or something. And it just went on for a while. And in the meantime, while they had everybody up in the air, they put some people in the house for no, they didn't have any right to be. It's like breaking in, right? But now you got to go through the eviction. So if you get tied up with somebody, sometimes it's just so sticky. You can't hardly get out. It takes you a month. Yeah. And so you, no, you've those got, are oddball things. You've gotten me scared of real estate <laughs> transactions right now. But one of the things, we've only got about 60 seconds left in the segment. Yeah. By the way, if you need to reach O'Kelly and Sorahan, 770-497-1880 is the number to call. I would assume if you had a question, Joe probably willing to answer it for you uh, personally, if necessary. And what I've heard is this, is I've heard if you want to avoid being scammed, verify, 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 verify. I mean, it's like that's the best advice we can give somebody is just to verify. And I'm going to be honest with you, as we go into the break, Joe, I don't know how you sleep at night with all the scams going on and training people to protect people from the scams. 
scams. Will you come back and talk with us again soon, Joe? Yeah, I'd like to. I'd like to educate everybody on this stuff. It's, it's terrible. A, but. It's a big, big deal. We're going to take a quick break. When we come back, strategies for buying a home in the increased interest rate environment and fire extinguishers, how do you operate one? Stick with us. We'll be back.